0: We are live West Coast Sports Junkies from our studios in New Westminster, South Surrey, and Burnaby from beautiful British Columbia. Don't forget to subscribe to our show on podcasting platforms such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Be sure to also follow us on Twitter at West Coast Sport9. If you have any suggestions, questions, or just want to get into it with us, Ty, Mike, and myself are always here to interact. Reach out to us by email at westcoastsportsjunkies at gmail.com. We are also now on Instagram at west underscore coast underscore sports underscore junkies. Follow us there. West Coast style. Ready to talk sports, beer, and everything between. Here we go. Here we go! Tis Wednesday, April 14th, and it is 7pm. And we are having a great time. We are talking sports. Yes, we are. Something else to note is today is episode 10. Oh What a day, what a beautiful day in the Lower Mainland, Uh, could not have asked for better weather, it's really been a nice couple of days here, Um, excellent, excellent, excellent weather, we were uh, were out walking around, me and the family the other night, uh, actually stumbled across Ty hanging out on his patio, Um, it was, uh, you know, I'd rather see something else, but hey, he was there, we said hi, it was all good. It was it was a good time, good time, great for, show for you tonight. We have a little bit of a shot owing thing that we need to take care of. Um, I'll get into that actually a little bit after because uh, there are some there there were some uh, some circumstances that um, I'm actually pretty happy about. So we'll get into that. We have the Canucks, the trade deadline. <laughs> The Benning. Mr. Benning. Hashtag Fire Jim is what Ty was texting me all week and Mike was hashtag Save Jim's job. So we'll get into that. We've got um, we're going to talk about the Masters, the Champion, next year's possible food menu for the dinner. And we've also got the UFC Fight Night. Michael Peters is going to get into that. And Dirty time. We've got Dan Nandez coming in to join us for some dirty talk. Since our last episode, we've kind of talked a little bit about what we should do when it comes to the beer. And uh, we all actually have the same beer tonight. And it was a beer that I thoroughly enjoyed. I don't know if anyone, if any of you follow us on Instagram, you saw me sitting there. Well, actually, I (laughs) I didn't have that beer in my hand at the moment. I had a Rattler. But um we did. I think it was a palm bee on ice. No, it was a Rattler. It was, I was ordering something that I thought I was getting when I got it. I was kind of like, ooh. So, tonight, what we are all drinking is the Humble Hive Honey Brown, which is from East Van Brewing. Um, it's actually made with honey from East Van Bees. So, me being an East Van child... I uh, I could appreciate this, and I probably got stung by a couple of those bees in my time. This uh, East Van Brewing is right on Venables, just off Venables in Victoria, or sorry, Venables in Commercial, uh, kind of the neighborhood that I grew up in, so I, I kind of hold this close to my heart. And we will give it a shot. You yeah, guys ready? It. Yeah, let's do Can we do all it. crack sure. them at the same time, or let's what are go. we going to do here? All right. One, two, three. Oh, Yeah.
1: Thanks for picking these up, Chris. Let's uh, let's test it out here.
2: That's really good. Oh, just want to say too, got an East East Van Brewing Company. I had the grilled cheese sandwich there with lobster, and it was amazing.
1: Yeah, this is a good beer. <laughs> no, it was a it was a good idea you had, Chris, about um, you know all getting on the same page and trying out some different beers from local breweries, uh, especially. Right now, with everything that's going on, it's great to support local. Um, and this is Absolutely. one way we're gonna we're gonna do that. So next week I will pick up the beers from a local brewery and Mike and we'll go on so on from there. So
2: yeah, just for this beer here, it's uh similar to Guinness, I find it's a dark beer, but it's smooth I was gonna say that, yeah. It's not it's not like hoppy or hard to drink, it's really easy to drink, and it's uh it's kind of like it's got a chocolatey taste to it, I'd say.
0: It does. Yeah, actually, you know what? When you read the ingredients, oh, it's gone. Go. Yeah, chocolate I was just looking malt. at that. Nope. Yeah, I
2: haven't even looked there yeah. yet, man.
0: It's really good. But the, but you, you know what? I don't think it reminds me of Guinness. I actually dislike Guinness a lot. This does not remind me of Guinness. So I'm sorry. I would have been like rolling around puking on the floor if that was Guinness.
2: When was the last time you had a Guinness? Is that the Mountain Shadow Pub? Oh, in those North are, That's Burnaby. some good times. going back there, hey? The mountain shadow.
0: Yeah, that was a long time ago.
2: Well, I might pick up a, I might pick up a couple of Guinnesses for us then if that's when it's my turn to get this guy to try it again.
0: Oh no, 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 no! no. <laughs> but this this beer is super good. Like, did you see it that day when we were at uh, at the brewery there in the pint on a nice hot sunny day on the side of the road?
2: That's why I say it's kind of like Guinness. It's a dark, dark beer, right? But it's easy sipping.
0: I really like the design on the can here too. Skull with bees. That's pretty cool. cool. You guys should check it out.
2: Yeah. We'll put a photo up of it for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a fan. I really liked it. I really enjoyed it at the brewery that day and and just drinking it out of the pint glass. And it was just, it was, it was very, very, very good. Good stuff. Yeah. So how you boys been since our last, uh, since our emergency episode, how's it going?
2: It's going good, man. We, uh, obviously lots has, a lot has happened We had Master sunday you know we had beautiful weather here in vancouver bc so i can't complain we got out to that brewery um just to check it out on a patio obviously social distancing in mind just trying to support our local uh restaurants because i know they've been hit crazy hard during this time right
1: yeah no for sure weather's yeah, been amazing um like mike said the masters was uh a lot of fun to watch on sunday i actually uh got the tv out on the patio because i didn't want to waste a beautiful day sitting inside watching it so uh got a couple beers set up the tv on the patio and yeah it was an awesome sunday
2: i was actually you guys know this but i was actually stuck in quarantine on on masters sunday because uh i i woke up on on Sunday, no, what was it was a Saturday morning with like a sniffle and I was like stuffed up. So I was all scared that, you know, I might have COVID. So I was talking to my wife, like, what am I supposed to do here? So I'll go get tested. So I got tested. My second test I got done, they shoved that stick halfway down my spine through my nose. And, uh, <laughs> and man, that's such an awful test, dude. And then, so I go back home, and then you got to quarantine, right? You can't go anywhere. It's actually not too bad because, I get, I get, I, so I go back to my house. I bring my desk into my room, my our, our master bedroom. I got my TV in there. So I'm watching, I'm watching uh, the fights on Saturday night and I'm watching golf all day. And I'm talking to you guys with the emergency episode while I was in quarantine. And so everyone in the house has got to stay away from me. So like my wife's bringing me up my dinner. She's bringing me up beers because they're talking to you guys. She's bringing me yep. up breakfast in the morning, coffee in the morning. Anyways, I get my results on Sunday evening. After the Masters was over with, and it was negative, thank God. But I didn't want to tell my wife right away. I wanted to wait a couple more days. <laughs> say, I'm waiting here, man. I don't know, I don't know what the results are yet. But.
1: <laughs> like a little
0: uh, mini vacation for you. It's the best. It, yeah, it's it's funny here. I'll I'll tell you a backstory. So you sent me a text, and you're like, "It's negative. Don't <laughs> tell my wife." My wife is on the phone with your wife, and they're talking about it. And they're like, "Yeah, mikes uh, he hasn't got his <laughs> results yet. And, and I'm sitting there like, <laughs> "I got to leave. Like, I, I, can't, I can't be involved in this conversation." Yeah. So it was, it was funny. Um, oh, I got the sound of the sound. I recorded remember when you went for your test, and I was there, so I recorded the sound after they stuck it up your nose. <laughs> 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 did it hurt, Mike? It yeah. did, man.
2: <laughs> not pleasant, not pleasant.
0: Yeah, it's it's not, not at fun. All.
2: So yeah, it sucked. On Sunday, I was supposed to go golfing too, and I always had to cancel that. I had to sit inside while everyone else was enjoying. Everyone in my house left me um, on Sunday <laughs> with no food, nothing, and I'm like, they left me here to die. What am I supposed to do? I can't. I'm not supposed to leave my room, right? But it was all right. It was. Uh, I managed. I managed to. I managed to to miss a meal. It was okay.
1: At least the Masters was on, right? A good weekend to be stuck.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, quarantining inside. Absolutely, that's uh...
1: could be worse. Maybe we should uh, get into some sports.
2: Yeah,
1: I... on the Sports Junkies podcast. What do you think?
0: We can. I mean, what do you want to get into first? Like, there's lots that happen this weekend. We um we got the Canucks. We got um we got the Masters. We got the UFC. Um. What do we do first here? Okay, let's get into some Canucks. So we had three trades at the trade deadline. We had Mister um, Gaudette depart the, the team, uh, going to Chicago. So there's two. There was two good reports there. I heard that it had nothing to do with COVID and blah. But we were shopping him around, you know, in the offseason and last year. And then I heard a report that said he was definitely the one that brought the COVID in and people were not happy with him. What did you guys hear? Yeah, there's
1: a lot of a lot of rumors on Canuck Twitter, as always, when anything like this happens, especially a trade. But um, I heard that he wanted more playing time. He wanted a bigger role. I heard that he asked Travis Green to be moved up the lineup into the top six when, you know, that's not something you do especially in NHL, like you got to earn your way up. You don't go ask to be <laughs> moved up. Uh, and there was some talk that it was his agent actually that, that put that out there, not him, but either way, going through his agent or himself, that kind of left a sour taste in the Canucks mouth. So I think they were, they were already shopping him a little bit. Then this COVID thing with him being, I guess what you call it, patient zero, bring it into the Canucks locker room. I think that, mm-hmm. Put the wheels in motion and got it, you know, that they had to. Not Not that they had to, but they felt like this was the time
0: to to move them. But hold on. Would but, you Would you rather not, like, okay, do you want the player not to want to be in the top six? Like, move me up in the lineup? Come on, man, please. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there there's a point there. Of course, there.
1: you want that. Yeah, yeah, you want that. But the, he wasn't producing. He hasn't had a good season. You got to let your, your play do the talking before you can... Be a different story if he was lighting it up and and taking the league by, you know, just taking it to the, just scoring goals and and doing a bunch of things. But yeah, no, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think he can you can be happy that he has that that desire and that that need to get in the lineup. But that's not the way. Yeah, you go fair about
0: enough. It. I I
2: do I and, do think and he brought he's the one that brought COVID into the dressing room. Yeah, he was oh. patient yeah, zero. We just mentioned
1: that. But um, yeah, so I don't think that that was completely, but it definitely played a role. And like I say, Canucks Twitter, there's so many rumors flying on there. It's really tough to, you know, figure out which ones are real, which ones aren't. But from, you know, the hockey sources that we trust, that we listen to daily, um, COVID definitely had something to do with it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just heard that they were just done. Bo Horvat was done with his uh song and dance and he just wanted to, you know, he had he was going by the tune of his own drum and the rest of the team was going by theirs, right? So you know what? All the best to him. He was great to watch. I-, I really liked watching him. I thought he was I thought he had his moments, right? And when he scored, he was super happy. It was always nice to see.
1: Yeah, he had cool goal celebrations. He played way better last year. And I mean, if they were thinking of moving him, last year was the time to do it. Yeah, his they, value was a lot higher.
0: Yet another Benning wait too long moment. So, yeah, what do you think of the return for him, Matthew Highmore? I don't know. Is Benning high, more high? I don't know. I I I <laughs> I was waiting all week to say that. By <laughs> the way, is what the return is for him? Well, he's got like ten points in his career, right? Yeah, like he, two he goals and assists, or something
2: like that. He,
1: he looked really good actually in the bubble uh, last year. That was like. I think he had three or four goals in that, uh, where they beat Edmonton, right? In the play-in round. Yeah. Yeah. in that series, which was the best little uh, streak of his, his career. Not that that's much, but from what I read about him, there's he's definitely an NHL caliber player, but he will be no better than a fourth liner. He's not, doesn't really have the potential to move anywhere, even in the top nine. So, The move doesn't make a whole lot of sense for me, but apparently Benning has had his eyes
0: on this guy for a while. And you know what happens when Benning likes a player?
2: Maybe he sees something in him that we don't, that uh, other people haven't.
0: So he was undrafted.
1: And when he came into the league, he was, I think it came like Vancouver was obviously interested. There was a few other teams and he decided to sign with Chicago. So I don't know if, if Bennings had a photo of him up in his office and he's just been waiting and waiting and waiting for a chance to pick him up, but he's got one of the guys that he was interested in a few years ago.
2: This is, he's relatively young, right? This is his, his third year it will be next year in the NHL, if I'm correct.
1: Yeah, but he's not like, yeah, he's, I think he's a year older than got I think he's 25. But he's not
2: a veteran, is what I'm trying to say. Cause I heard someone mention to me that he was a veteran. He's not a veteran. Well,
1: it's, he's not a veteran, but he's definitely not like a young guy. He's he just hasn't had a ton of opportunities because of his play. You know, he hasn't proved to anyone playing the AHL or anything um, when he was with Chicago, he didn't really get those chances until they had some injuries last year. And when he came up and played in the bubble,
2: okay.
1: but, but I, I would have much rather us get a draft pick than another. So, so fourth liner, but like we have a lot of those, we just claimed two on waivers a few weeks ago, right?
2: Yeah.
1: Um, Boyd and VC.
2: Chris, you mentioned so. something about Horvat didn't didn't like Goddard or had an issues with Goddard. Do you think that the captain of the teams have a say in who we or who the the coaches and the GMs move?
0: I I think <laughs> I think that the coach also has um, you know the coach obviously has a lot of say in what the captain and the coach are supposed to have that type of relationship. So do I think that he does? Yeah, I do. I honestly do.
1: And there could be something we don't know, right? In terms of protocols and stuff right maybe he did something that the team has decided to stay quiet about to mm-hmm. not make exactly sure so did. we don't know a lot about that but
2: i think i think people just like me when it, when it first happened like the whole covid thing we were like what the hell are you doing right on the ice and that's gonna i think continue yeah but that wasn't his of, decision no no, but it, i think it's gonna continue to, to haunt him and maybe the team you know asking those questions so they're probably just like okay well we need to make some fucking some room here anyways he doesn't move them
0: well you know what? It's it's probably not what are you doing on the ice? They were probably like, What the fuck were you doing off the ice? Where where did you go? Like he's a single guy, right? He doesn't have no, kids he's at not home single. Whatever, he's, uh,
1: and- he's got a wife. And they're they're no, I'm okay, just saying they're both got- very active on Twitter and stuff. So apparently he plays a lot of video games.
0: Okay. Well, he wasn't playing video games and getting COVID in his house. He went somewhere to get it. Or, maybe he had you know, people over to play video games. Who knows, right? Maybe he did. Maybe he had the neighbors over. They were playing a little bit of FIFA or something. Uh, I don't know.
2: But if that's the case, I mean, there's a lot of COVID going on in this league right now. We had Montreal, Vancouver. This week, we have Colorado. Yeah, but they had. It, and they're having issues. And they just they played. Stuff like that. It was just
1: one player, and they pulled him, and they didn't continue with their skate, which the Canucks should have done. So I think that the Canucks changed the way.
2: That's good. They're, they're now they're learning and they're making they're making moves. I like that. That uh,
1: yeah, but the Canucks by far have had the worst COVID outbreak in pro sports. Now yeah, just, I think it was like any twenty-five
2: total. total, and if you like break that down by percentage of like the team, it was something like yeah, uh, and that's 70% confirmed cases. Teams.
1: Like that's confirmed cases too. So, but uh, while we're on the trade talk, there's a few other moves. Uh, more along the lines of what I would have liked to see for the Gaudet trade, um, one being we sent Jamie Ben to Winnipeg for a sixth round pick. I mean, it's a sixth round pick. Mm-hmm. It's just another. It's like another lottery ticket, right?
0: You draw Well, you know what, Jamie Jamie Ben didn't cost us anything. We signed. Sorry. him. we Came for a pro trial. Jordy Ben. We I signed. think I said Jamie. I said
2: Jamie. Jamie I got ben. you saying Jamie. Sorry, jo- Jamie Ben. would be pissed off. He's got a sixth round pick for him. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Sorry, yeah, Jordy I, I did Ben that. That's my fault. didn't cost us didn't cost us anything. So um, you know, he came in on, on a tryout, he got the you know, we signed him and whatnot, and he was happy to be here because he's from he's a Victoria boy, he's an yeah. island kid, right? Happy to be here. Um, he was he was I thought he was pretty good. I thought his tenure here was okay.
1: Yeah, he's just a depth defenseman, right? He wasn't expected to do anything crazy. Yeah. Good kind of stay at home defenseman. Didn't chip in a lot offensively, but solid, solid, solid guy on the back end.
2: Hey, Jim Benning, I just have a real quick message for you. With that sixth pick in the draft, do something wild. Come to the ASHL AS- ASHL in Coquillum from the Sun Devils. Pick number 17, Mike Peter. He will bring it every single night for your team, okay?
0: He's an old fuck. He's got a big heart. But he's got a big heart and uh, he's prone to broken legs playing the game (laughs) but no honestly betting pick someone local pick someone from bc you know somebody that wants to play for the canucks don't get you know these guys from especially on a late round pick Pick someone local it's all there's no guarantee take a chance why not
2: why would that matter it doesn't matter
0: take a chance on the local kid
2: take a chance on someone that uh that wants to play in the nhl
1: well, he what he's saying though, the local kids that are gonna get drafted they, they I, want all, the,
2: I want the I want the next best player they
1: all want to play. But in at the that NHL. stage of the draft, but I'm saying the odds of you hitting like a a consistent NHLer for his career are very slim. So why not take a a good story of someone who is gonna go around that t- that place anyways? So. I
2: say stick to your system like like Pavel Datsu where did he come in late? He turned out to be pretty damn good.
1: Yeah. How many of those, though, is what I'm saying. Right? There's
2: there's a few. There's a few. Yeah.
1: But there's not a there's not a ton. There's
2: not a ton. No. Uh, But the but could you imagine if you're Govic and you and you pass up on Datsuk to pick up Mike Peter from the from the
1: local? We're not talking about uh, (laughs) local. We're not talking about you. Talking
0: about (laughs) was never drafted, and he slayed the dragon. He was one of the most iconic Canucks ever.
2: He's not local.
0: I'm just saying. Yeah.
2: <laughs> What's your point? My point, your point. is go local.
0: My my point no. My point is is that they can come out of nowhere. So why not pick the local guy? Let him come. So the last trade the Canucks made was uh,
1: picking up Madison Bowie from Chicago again, which is surprising. We're trading with them so often. But uh, used to be our biggest
2: rivalry. Now we're like, yeah, it's our, it's our best. Yeah, so
1: we got him and a fifth round pick for our fourth rounder. So another he's a young defenseman, another prospect to add to the pool. And we only lost a round in the draft. So I don't mind that move at all.
2: I like it. Like defenseman. Yeah.
1: So we actually uh, I li- I like We it put too. out our Twitter poll question. And asked out of those three trades, which was our listeners and followers' favorite, the fourth option being none of the above. <laughs> you guys, you, you guys want to guess which one the poll question?
0: None of the above.
1: Correct. 44% of the vote was none of the above, 32% of the vote was Ben. For a six-round pick. Mm-hmm. And obviously the one that was the least popular was it for Highmore.
0: Le- Ladies and gentlemen, I did not look at the results. I just took a guess. Knowing Canuck fans is the way I do and the way that we all are, none of the above was the correct answer. Thank you. <laughs> We've all been living in the same pain, people. We all have been living in the same pain. 94... 2010, oh, my God, or 11. Yeah. Oh, my God. So let me ask you guys this real quick. You guys
2: think that Benning, you always want Benning to be fired, right? Hashtag fire Benning. What about
0: Green? I think he's done a great job. He's he's the coach of the next 10 years. He's like, he's going to be, yeah, he's going to be, he's a really good coach. He's going to be He,
1: he coaches really highly regarded. What Benning has gave him, right?
0: Given him, yeah. Do you remember vino Do you remember Alain vino Everyone's like, "Oh, he's such a defensive coach." Blah blah blah. Um, President's Trophy when it like he was as soon as we got some pieces, he was not a defensive coach anymore.
1: Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? No, I definitely think Green is the right guy. It's a little surprising they haven't uh, extended him yet.
2: I see some people saying that Green is the luckiest man in Canuckville. With Why is this COVID, that? This COVID uh, thing, saved his job. No, Benning
1: is the luckiest man in knuckville COVID well, saved his job. Benning's
2: the one that's going to fire would have to fire uh, Green.: Well, it seems like the only one that's gonna is fire. very
1: involved in this whole whole process, which uh, I think is part of the problem, which handcuffs Benning at times, I'm sure. A lot of.
2: This OK, one, this ladies and gentlemen, let's do our first shot of the evening since we owe them because of the masters tournament. Before we get into the Masters Tournament, Ty's going to bring us up to speed. I got my shot of Palinkovac, is what Govic has selected for
0: me. I'm drinking some Don Julio tonight. Which uh, I selected for you. And I'm going to have my shot of Ara Oh, (laughs) So Ty, did you hear about uh, about what JT Miller was saying today? I did. Uh, Pretty interesting stuff.
1: Goes back to the last episode, a lot of the stuff we were talking about, about the Canucks return to play and the condensed schedule, them not practicing. I mean, the NHL is expecting a lot out of these guys after battling a very serious virus and pretty much coming out cold turkey. Like they have they were allowed to do individual skating in the last few days. They haven't had a practice yet. They still have a whole bunch of players missing that are still on the COVID list. And at this rate, they will be able to practice tomorrow and they have to play the Edmonton Oilers Friday night. Very honest and telling interview from Miller, who is usually a straight shooter. And it seems like when the Canucks make him available to the media, there's something fairly important that he's going to say. He's not always available and he tells it like it is. So I'm going to read you this, this big quote here from him that uh, says a lot about the situation. So he says, I'm a very competitive guy, but at the same time, this isn't about hockey right now. It's about the health and safety of our players and their families. We have to make sure our priorities are in the right place. He sounds like an L-
0: NHLPA union guy.
1: Well, you know what? On, on that note, I'm surprised they haven't stepped in the NHL-
0: NHLPA with this situation. They gave the blessing. The union gave the blessing.
2: I saw on online when he made this statement and I was reading the comments down below, every single person saying make a statement here. The connection play Friday night. They should stay. Yeah, in So, Western so there there's some
1: the rumblings game. that uh, it's going to be an interesting practice tomorrow because it'll be the first time all of the players off the COVID list will be together since. And there's some talk that that is on the table, Mike, that that is a, uh, potential scenario where they may not play Friday. I don't know if it's going to happen, but there's definitely been talk. And
2: I'm super intrigued. I'm going to be ton- tuning in for sure. I want to see what happens. I want to I mean, I'm going to watch the game regardless whether they play or they don't play, but uh but I mean, where is where is
1: Aquilini and and Benning in this?
2: Well, they are they they want to play. They want to play for sure. Um okay. Well, I know I know Benning and Aquilini definitely want them to play. We saw this week they came out with the them selling your cutout of a cardboard fan for 150 bucks yeah. a game or something ridiculous like that. I mean, yeah, uh, I, I don't get that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? You know, I, it, that stuff kind of bugs me, and it's it's those things that um, it's those reasons well, why you I gotta, can see the Canucks being like, forget this, we're not going out there. Well, yeah, you got to think long term yeah what
1: if uh what if they come back like i said they haven't practiced they haven't they've sat around for three weeks they've been off for three weeks they come back and suffer a major injury because they haven't been training their bodies are not in game shape
2: oh no and then they're still and you fatigued. lose and you say
1: you lose say you lose quinn hughes yeah for six months and then into next he year or even longer if it's a major because he's, not,
2: he, he's just not up to snuff right yeah, exactly. Yeah. I will say though, those cutouts are pretty creative. You gotta give them credit for that. That's pretty cool. If they can make money on that, if they can sell thirty thousand 30, of those cutouts like every game, that oh would there's be gonna be insane. No, it's
1: it's for the whole it's for the whole return.
2: The
0: last well, it's not per, 19, not per game
2: like
1: 19 games don't think that
0: they invented this scenario. No, here. it's
1: been for a long time. But I had a question for you, yeah. Mike. Do you think Govick's head would fit? On the cardboard cutout. No,
2: I think the person behind him, the three rows behind him, he pissed because they spent $130. Bucks Would we have to buy two. No one could see him. <laughs>
1: Would we have to buy two?
2: <laughs> Is that a game? Do you that remember? A game with do you Govick remember that? Be behind him like, Excuse me, sir. Could you please lean back? And <laughs> he wasn't even really leaning forward.
1: <laughs> and then Govic, do you think we could fit two of Mike's heads on one of the. Oh, you could fit three
0: of Mike's heads. <laughs> They were actually Mike that night they were throwing popcorn at me, remember that?
2: <laughs> this guy. Like move move yeah. back. Yeah, that's a good time. That was a good game. But
1: but back to the yeah, that like that's that's selfish. I mean, I know it's a business, obviously. They, the there's, owners there's a lot of money at stake. Owners there's TV rates, there's the sponsorships. Play.
2: The players wanna play too, I would think, but they know that this is this They're is not re- you know, this and when where hockey is, this is the give them some time
1: though. If they're gonna yeah, play, this is the top the- one practice and then thrown to play the, the arguably the best player in the world. Yeah, I know McDavid. Like, it's gonna be a shit I show. I wonder what the they play. We're gonna get we're gonna get killed, we're gonna get destroyed. I wonder what the line is. Um, in that they've game. called up a, I know we'll have to look. They've called up a bunch of players. Uh, it sounds like D Pietro maybe could even be a net. Um, a lot of uh, our farm team has come up we still have 7 players that are on the covid list that won't be cleared in time for the game so we'll be shorthanded and it's going to be a mess the situation is a mess already
2: Demko and Holby were cleared today off the list but I don't know if, they, yeah, I don't know if they're going to be game ready doesn't mean yeah. if
1: they're yeah if they're game ready are going to play right that's why they've called up uh reinforcements that'd be
2: exciting DPS Pietro and net some like we were saying before like the farm team brings some of like the <laughs> what the fuck is that what are that? you doing man
0: we are experiencing technical difficulties please stand by Touchdown, Seahawks!
2: okay so on the weekend we had the masters and we owe a couple shots so we're gonna get those going off right away and ladies and gentlemen not to mention this is our 10th episode Number 10, double digits for the West Coast Sports Junkies. Boom, that's yeah, a big milestone super for us. I'm happy awesome. about that. I'm pumped. I know that uh, we've come a long ways from our first episode, first couple episodes, with the equipment and how we sound, I think. I mean, I've had people tell me that we've improved a lot. I think that we've improved a lot. Um, well, let's get into some uh, Masters
1: talk. What a fun weekend at Augusta. The tournament never disappoints um we got off to a pretty fast start so justin rose on thursday played lights out out of nowhere he hadn't played much golf in recent weeks due to back, spasm, back spasms and some other injuries um uh, but he shot a 7 under 65 in the first round had a three stroke lead um Honestly, it almost looked like he was on another level. He was playing a different course. Um, he just played really good in tough conditions. Yeah, day one, the, um, the,
2: everyone was, like, almost over par, it seemed like. And he was the only one that just, like, took, took it
1: to the course, yeah. Like I said, yeah, it was like he was playing a different course. He was in his own world. Yeah. Um, but uh, Matsuyama, man, he, he was there. He was kind of lingering around the leaderboard uh, never took himself out of it and Saturday there was a short rain delay and after that delay he came back and just took it to the course where everyone else failed to adjust it seemed like to the the softer conditions I think they were still thinking it was going to play fast and they didn't attack quite like Matsuyama did but I feel like he essentially won that tournament Saturday afternoon after the delay
2: I would disagree with you. I think that so we had a podcast talking about the Saturday delay and everything like that. And he came out you know, with a four-shot lead, I think it was, going into Sunday. And then I think I was surprised at how calm he was on Sunday at Augusta in the Masters, especially after the first hole. Remember the first hole? He, his drive right off the tee box, he's, he's far right into the bush. Almost loses the ball, but he's able to get it out nice. and make a bogey on that hole. So he starts off with a bogey, comes back. Now I think it was like I think uh, Zalatoris had made a couple of birdies, so he was only birdie the first yeah, two. So he was yeah. only up, I think, two strokes right after right off the bat. So it was kind of like, okay, here we go. How's he going to compose himself? And after that, he was lights out like the entire round until 15, <laughs> when yeah. he puts one in the drink on 15, and. That's when everyone's like, oh, my God, what's going on here? Because he puts it in the drink on 15 yeah. drops. I think he makes a bogey. And now we're back down to two strokes going into 16. Now it's close. Everyone's like glued to their TV screen. What's going to happen here? And he I think he birdies 16. Maybe not. No, he parted. He, he no, played. he parted. He played, the, he played the safe shot because because. uh Choffley put Shoffley it in the put, water. Choffley put it in the water. What a great. Oh, man. Can't believe he did that and then he put, know, it, he put it far right in that 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 super downhill putt yeah but then
1: and then he just played super conservative smart but yeah even his shot uh, on
2: 18 into the he hit the fairway that was that's when he said you know what I know I, I got this right off of of 18 the driver he's like okay we're good here
1: yeah well he had the he had the two strokes kind of like tiger did a couple years ago when he bogeyed 18, one, 18 you but he knew be, he had you that you want
2: to be right of that green you didn't want to be in that bunker oh, yeah. on the, this is it does not matter. You don't, you don't want to be left.
1: You don't want to be left.
2: That monster of a bunker, right? For sure.
1: But what I what I meant by Matsuyama almost obviously didn't win the tournament Saturday, but without that run, right, he didn't have those strokes to to fight off the early jitters in that final round.
2: Without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. So, and even like you said, um, Justin Rose was the only one to sort of yep. play lights out on the Thursday. Well, he hmm. was the only one to play lights out on that Saturday afternoon. Exactly. And that's exactly yeah. what uh, which won him that tournament, I think. And just his, his ability to stay calm because I've seen players going into, you know, 15, 16, 17, 18 at Augusta with the lead and, and lose it. We saw Spieth. We've seen McElroy oh, yeah. choke majorly, yeah. you know, we've seen it happen many, many times. So the, the way the, him being able to compose himself and take that lead throughout the whole round. I mean, it's, it's it says a lot. It says a lot about him, and and I think he's totally. I agree with Joe. He's he's definitely deserving of a masters of a major. For sure, and uh, you know I'm just happy for the um, the country of Japan because they have got some great golfers out there. They have just as many golf courses yeah. as we do over here in Canada. And
1: uh, yeah, first Japanese-born player to male, win male. Uh, major.
2: Male. Yeah, yeah, a yeah, female, female, but yeah, and it's a, didn't that's
1: a, a, big, a Japanese woman win the amateur at Augusta the same yeah, weekend
2: the week before yeah, right? I think, I think it was. yeah.
1: and he's the I'm second gonna, Asian born attempt male
2: to, to attempt to pronounce her name her name but uh, yeah yeah.
1: but yeah he's the second born uh, Asian male to win a major the first being Y.E. Yang outdoing Tiger yeah. at that PGA championship I don't know if I remember, remember that Y.E. Was...
2: Yang and K.J. Choi used to always battle Tiger back in the day
1: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah so I was live betting Matsuyama uh, late Saturday when he was starting to go on that run and then even when the lines opened on Sunday with that four shot lead he was still like a one and a half to one favorite so a minus 150 favorite which I thought were good odds with four strokes I know they disappeared early on and that that ball he put in the water 15. on 15 uh, yeah it made me
2: your sphincter Yeah. to think <laughs> hey, on
1: that one but I was uh, watching
2: the TSN feed I'm not sure which one you're watching but uh they switched it over to the japanese feed did you did you hear that and they i had did the japanese see that, that call, call? yeah like, oh
0: no no no, no. <laughs>
2: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so that just shows like th- how passionate they are over there like you know that's like at for
1: sure it's, five, it's so big for in the, the, the game of golf yeah. internationally and good young role model for for everyone around the world absolutely um, and he was the low amateur at the masters Ten years ago and you know, which was a kind of a cool little thing. Did you see the side by side of him in Butler's it was cabin? Exactly
2: the same. looks exactly the same. He's he's aged, same.
1: Yeah, he's aged well. Yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, we—I was really happy to see Corey Connors in the mix again. Right. He's been so consistent lately.
2: He was, yeah. I I had, a – I mean, I was just, I was also polling for him, and. uh I was praying that it would happen there on Sunday, but just like you know most people do on the Sunday of the Masters, he kind of had a bad round on the Sunday. Had he played like yeah. he had the first three rounds, he probably would have won it because I don't think uh, Hideki or anyone else had a crazy round on Sunday. You know, they, he sort of finished no, off at yeah, of yeah. even par, I think it was right. So, um,
1: yeah, it was definitely there for the taking. I'm surprised Spieth got off to a really slow start on Sunday because he played well on the back nine.
2: Yeah, and speed had a good. I thought tournament. he would have been a little he, closer he was in the hunt. So he had a good tournament. Oh yeah I think that it was a good call a good bet there that we made. No one really saw Matsuyama coming. I don't even know what his odds were. it was probably ridiculous but um,
1: yeah I think he was down like 40 50 to one
2: yeah yeah it's a, it's a, it's a good bet up, bet for him anyway so what do you think you, you think his uh, master's menu is gonna have on it next year? Um, well I think there'll be some uh,
1: Kobe beef on there. Uh, maybe some nice fillets. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What, what do you, What do you think? What else? What else do you think might be? I on was there? actually
2: gonna say Kobe beef for for sure. It's gonna be Kobe beef mm-hmm. steaks. I'm thinking it's probably gonna start off. It's gonna have to have some kind of a sushi in there.
0: What about <laughs> What about a jaffa dog for dinner?
2: How about the Dragon Dog? You know that hundred dollar hot dog that's down at uh, Greenville Street.
0: Yeah, at- Japa dog, yeah. Is that what
2: it's called? No, it's called oh, dragon it's dog. At at, dog. Is it at Japa dog? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, dog, it was yeah. that
1: fancy hot dog place. I don't remember the name of it. With the stupid.
2: The the when it was it was different. like uh, marinated in Louis the Thirteen or something like that, right? Really? Yeah, it's a hundred dollar hot dog. I don't know. I'm not really one wow. to spend. $100 it was right $100 up the street a from. a hundred dollars on hot dogs. I'm fu- I'm feeding my family for about six months. <laughs>
1: How about the Seattle dogs? Yeah, touchdown dogs. dogs. How
2: good Seattle
1: are they? Underdogs. Are? Seattle dogs are cream cheese and onions Ooh. on there.
2: Oh, fuck. This guy in his sauces, man. Ooh. He brings me. We're downtown Vancouver. Like, this is back when we were clubbing and stuff. He's like, Mike, you got to try this pizza. It's the best pizza. It's after, like, we've been clubbing. I mean, it was, like, mid-clubbing. I don't even know. You're going for a piece of pizza. He comes back drenched, drenched in this, uh, like, Doner sauce. sauce. I don't even know what the hell it was. I grab it. It slips out of my hand. Smears all over my <laughs> clothes.
0: <laughs> and
2: I had to go home immediately. What did he put on this thing? Look,
0: <laughs> the thing jumped out of the plate. Have you ever have you ever had a doner pizza? A
2: doner pizza,
0: yeah. So instead of instead of pizza sauce, there's doner sauce, and mm-hmm. then the meat is doner meat. Then you got onions and tomatoes and cheese. Okay, Chris,
2: what do you think Matsuyama's having at his uh, Masters dinner next year? And since you kind of were, you had some malfunctions going on there. We were talking a bit about the Masters. Do you have anything you'd like to add? Anything you like to you you saw? You want point out anything we missed?
0: Well, I mean, uh, you guys hit it bang on. I I laughed so hard when I heard the Japanese broadcast. (laughs) I was (laughs) oh no no, no 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was really funny he is a huge huge icon in japan right now he right. um yeah he's bigger than croco they're saying
2: he's gonna uh Krokop's not japanese <laughs> yeah, but he he was
0: might, big, and he's he was and he's not that really maybe. big in japan he's
2: uh they're saying he's gonna be the one that lights the uh olympic torch this year
0: wow that that, yeah, this that wind did,
2: solidified that
1: did you see him traveling uh From Georgia commercial pictures, yeah,
2: by himself. So the commercial just
1: with his carry-on was the green jacket. That guy's
2: rolling in bank, man. He's not blowing all his money on private aircrafts like most of these other guys are. Fucking rights. I like that.
1: Well, Well, some of them are they just they get those free rides with their sponsors, too. What was the payout? It was like like wheels up two two point six million. million You got
2: two two points um two point one. I don't even know what it is. Two it's two million, whatever, just to him alone.
0: Mike Weir. Mike Weir came in at uh, whatever place he came in, and he's still cashed in ten grand.
1: Yeah. Before we uh, we get off the golf talk, how about Will Zalatoris? That kid came unreal. out of nowhere,
2: and the guy's a buck yeah. ten soaking wet, and he's smashing. You know, he's still the ball.
1: He still doesn't have his tour card.
2: Oh, I think he's got it now. No. Well, he just got He's it. not because he, he, he came in top 10 of the, the Masters. So you're, you're guaranteed he can going go back, back to the Masters. Next year.
1: But you know, the Masters isn't considered a like a PGA tour. How event? many
2: FedEx points did he just get for this?
1: None. It's not considered a PGA tour event. Really? It's so weird.
2: But that guy is going to get some sponsors though, up the oh yin yang for after his performance. So and because of COVID, he, he's like going for it. He's like, I can win this. I'm going to win this.
1: Yeah. There's some weird exception that keeps him right now from getting his tour card and he needs to win in the next, I think before the Is year's over, he's, which I yeah, think he will. I think it's because so
2: He's pretty young, right? He just, he's only been around for a year and a half. I think something.
1: No, oh, but he's, he's not as young as we think. He's about the same age as like Corny, Corey Connors and those guys. He's like mid twenties. Really? Yeah. I thought he was younger yeah, too.
2: I thought he was like, uh, don't you remember him from Happy Gilmore? A caddy. <laughs> I thought was I thought that was mean. <laughs> I thought that was mean after that performance. So,
0: um, so should we do a shot? Yep. Okay. So this is these are shots owed, uh, Mister Joe Matto, He couldn't make it tonight. Or Joey Tomato, aka um, he was uh, detained. So we'll uh, we'll just do our two shots. He did win the bet. We'll do our two shots and. Uh,
1: So I'm going to give a shout out to my, my master's team. So I won our, uh, we had a little master pool. Uh, We picked four golfers. So I had three inside the top 10 and one of them being Jordan Spieth, who you had in our shot bet, Chris. I did. Good Canadian boy, Corey Connors and the Australian Cameron Smith with the nice mullet and mustache. Nice. I just want to say I was in the
2: same, same pool and the only, The only player that got through made the cut. was my last pick, and it was my sleeper pick. It was Kevin Na. I had Kepka. I had um Rory Rory McElroy. And who's my third? Jason Jason Day. Day. Yeah. All missed the cut. Missed the cut. And then Kevin Na is the only one that made it by for me. But I'm gonna I'm gonna salute to you two and to well to the show, our tenth episode, double digits. Cheers everyone. <laughs> uh. whew, whew. This I can think I can drink it all night. Just like my loggers.
0: Good stuff. Do it, buddy.
1: <laughs> Do it. What's that? 16% you guys are drinking.
0: Dirty time.
3: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the dirty talk with Dan Nandez here on the West coast sports junkies podcast. Hope everyone's having a great week. Um, You know, a lot of things seem to turn around after the weekend and bottles are popping drinks are had, and let's just get down and dirty into the first topic of the night. Aaron Donald, Has anyone heard about what's happening with LA Rams defensive and beat the crap out of someone at a bar. Um, not, the guy literally broken arm, uh, swollen eye is pressing full on charges against Aaron Donald. Not a good look for the Rams, not a good look for the NFL already. I mean, we, we all know what's happened with Deshaun Watson and what he's going through. Again, a lot of fishiness coming on that point because, you know, a lot of these accusations are now getting pulled People are starting to pull away and drop their accusations. I see another, you know, Antonio Brown case coming up where things are just going to be washed away and hopefully he'll be back in the league ready for the start of the season. But a lot of interesting stuff happening in terms of the NFL and assaults. <laughs> Let's get to our local favorites. I know everyone has been itching and scratching about the Canucks. You know, what on earth happened? I mean, they had a week off. I think everyone was looking forward to this new COVID norm. uh, Bubble hockey, only traveling within Canada, playing Canadian teams. You get almost like a spring break, a whole week off. And then they come back and everyone's got COVID. So, you know, it's kind of interesting how all the other Canadian teams, yeah, you know, you're going to have the one-off couple of cases here and there, but your entire team, including staff, is got COVID. What were you guys doing over that week break? Um, Questions? A lot. Answers? Very few. And now, what? They're saying, well, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't be coming back to play. You know what? It's unsafe. The NHL is talking about keeping the players and families safe. Well, clearly you guys weren't safe during that week off. Because, again, how is it that you have so many cases? That's it, ladies and gentlemen, for the Dirty Talk with Dan Nandez. Again, have an awesome week. Look forward. The NFL Draft is coming up. I'm sure there's going to be more things to talk about over this next week. Have a great week. See you guys next time. Stay dirty.
0: Dirty time. Well, that was the Dirty Talk with Dirty Dan from Dirty East Van. What's What's going on,
3: guys? How are you guys doing? Oh,
2: (laughs) good, brother. We're actually having an East Van uh beer he's been from He's yes, tonight
0: oh nice we're feeling a lot dirtier now that you're here
2: <laughs> yeah what you got in your cup tonight danny boy
3: uh, you know what i like i i was you know i'm sure you're waiting for a different choice but i'm back to my normal go-to a little bit of spiced rum and ginger no ice mike uh don't do the ice so it's not apple juice you know <laughs>
2: Why don't yeah. you do ice? <laughs> because it comes... What the hell?
3: The whole point of ice is to keep your drink cold, is it not? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. the ginger ale is cold in the
0: fridge and it's cold in my glass. And yeah, but Are you yeah, worried, about, you, are but you when you worried put, about getting your like drink diluted by the ice? Is that the problem? Well, yeah. Well, then that's, use that's the fucking cute. stones. You know those ice cube stone things? The marble <laughs> stones? You keep them in the freezer.
2: They're just putting more booze in well, it. Yeah.
0: Or, you know, the third yeah, thing the is, booze, I
2: guess, like, really just want to put up. in
3: a special request to my bartender here and, uh, you know, hopefully get her to start putting in the.
1: Your birthday's coming up. Huh? Maybe we'll get
0: you a little personal ice <laughs> machine for the show. <laughs> I could plumb it in for you if you like.
2: I, that's what I think it is. He does, he's too lazy to fill up the ice tray. Put it back in. The I would freezer. agree.
3: I would agree. We yeah, got that. an ice dispenser, actually. So. But, Dan, yeah, the ginger ale ginger ale's
1: cold. You got an ice dispenser? <laughs>
2: Yeah. I've always wanted one yeah, of those, yeah. man. Yeah.
3: But don't even
1: have to wait for the ice to get made? Your Captain Morgan's into your drink, because that's not obviously cold unless you keep your Captain Morgan's in the freezer. It's gonna warm up your drink, man. Just
3: get some ice. It'll make our, it'll make everybody happy. You know man. what? For next week, just for you guys, I'm gonna make sure I have ice in my glass. Let's
0: get into it. <laughs> yeah,
2: okay, I want to get right into this dirty talk because you hit something that's kind of like dear to me. And uh, you're talking about the Canucks. You're talking about the Canucks and COVID, <laughs> right? They've been off for a week. They got COVID. They've been off, They've for, been a off week. for more than two. Weeks. I don't know what the hell. They haven't played. They haven't had, played, weeks they haven't played been three, weeks. Played like three, three weeks. weeks. They've been two off March for three weeks. weeks. But they're playing on Friday, right? And what do you think of this, like, playing on Friday? Like, Do you think that we should be playing on Friday? Should the Canucks be calling it a season? Or uh, are you on board with, like, your professional athletes get out there and, and perform?
3: Well, I mean, where do you call... Yeah, well, first of all, yeah, you're professional athletes. So uh, it's time to do what you got to do. I totally understand. Yeah, we're going through a pandemic. Yeah, there's a lot of difficulties and issues surrounding that, for sure. But uh, so is every other team, every other 30 teams in the NHL. So what on earth is every other team doing? Yes, but we have had the
1: worst... Covid outbreak of any nh any protein since the pandemic started.
2: For and one, like people once you get covid, you can be fatigued for months, right? Yeah. You can still have issues so in the lungs. What Mike was like talking that. about
1: is the fact that the Canucks have not been able to practice. They still have not had a practice. They haven't been allowed to. So they've had some individual workouts and drill uh, on drills on the ice, but they have not practiced as a team. They still have seven players still on the COVID list and they're expected to play the Edmonton Oilers on Friday in a National Hockey League game. Well, with, I mean, how ben much longer Jesus do we want this to season Mc to go Jesus. for? Well, that's what we're saying. They're essentially out of the playoff race. They are risking major injuries by pushing the players out on the ice without any sort of practice. Uh, they've been sitting at home. They haven't been able to train. They've been battling a very serious virus. And now the NHL is pushing them out to finish a meaningless season where there is a potential for major injury and so are you further saying, health Are you risks. basically
3: saying that the Canucks are mathematically out of the playoffs? That there's no point in might as well throw in the season?
2: No, they're not mathematically out of the playoffs, but... They're likely out of the playoffs.
3: They're likely out of the
1: playoffs, but but like right now, as it stands, win
2: almost. They'd like, have to
3: win seventy five percent of their games.
2: Do you think, Dan, it would be a smart bet to put money on the Canucks to win on Friday?
3: No, I'd be betting on them that one hundred percent they're going to lose. Similar to uh, well, then I'm going to bet on them to win. I'm looking to, forward to uh, seeing the line.
2: Actually. Similar
3: to <laughs> Buffalo Sabers. I mean, uh, how many people? I don't tie for sure. Um, has, was betting for them to finally end their losing streak. Of, what thirteen something games? I
2: got. Yeah, because got it's it. like roulette, right? Sooner or later, you're gonna if it's if it's hundred sure, percent for sure. You're gonna get a red
3: hundred exactly. percent for sure. All I'm saying is, you know what? I think for some aspect of this whole situation, they had a play. You know what were they doing? It's funny how no one has been able to uncover what did they do during that week. There's been talks that everyone was hanging out at uh, Aquilini's uh, restaurant, Elise, and now suddenly it's shut down. So again, are those protocols that are supposed to be happening in BC when they're playing in their hometown? No.
2: But well, all restaurants are shut down. Well, exactly. Now. So then how well, now? But before?
1: before they, this I, outbreak I think happened that before.
2: It's Gaudette was the first one that was sort yeah, of caught. So we kind of got into this earlier in the out. show,
1: Dan. Gaudette is essentially patient zero. And there's some rumblings within the team that they're unhappy. They're not telling us what happened, but... It could have been that he did something that broke protocol or did something
3: not within the guidelines. And then and unfortunately, the other people got it. affected. But at the end of the day, if that comes to you
1: know out, what, do And you they what, just traded his ass. Well, do do you know what go. said about this
2: whole thing? You know what Govic said about this whole thing? Me, <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, you know what? All I got, I, all, what I would say, and what I think needs to be done for these professional athletes, not just the Canucks, I'm pretty sure that, you know, baseball is just getting started. Pretty sure
2: that's yeah. an issue with the Oh, there you're excited well.
0: about that, Mike? Yeah, I'm pumped.
2: Because <laughs> they're going to full Dan, capacity, uh, baby. like fucking but it's Blue like, he said, if, Dan, like you know he said. And like you
3: said about if the Canucks, want to give back their pay and the season today. All the Canucks games
0: canceled. Go home. But give your paycheck. Dirty man, I agree with you on that. If you're not going to play, don't collect the paycheck and stay the fuck. Exactly. Let the taxi squad play. I don't care.
1: For sure. Well, by the sounds of JT Miller, he'd be fine with that. Okay,
2: JT Miller. I think. I think that they. I think that they should maybe.
0: I guess put it to a vote. It's a mess, though. The league created this problem. You're talking about
2: your health. Yeah. And you're, you're, this probably,
0: you wanted them to play just as bad as anyone else uh, as a fan wanted them to play. No, I'm no, really no, no. I'm saying I'm really this quick.
2: No, the quick turnaround. I am. I'm not. I am. It's going to be not gonna a watch shit the
1: game. game. I'm, I'm going to watch it. I'm not looking forward to you it. You know what? It's I'm gonna not, not going to watch
2: it because I'm going to be camping, but I'm going to be uh, recording it.
1: Camping within your neighborhood, right? Yeah. Because like, you can't
0: leave your neighborhood. Yeah.
2: I'll be. Yeah, I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be right beside my office.
3: Hmm. There Actually. you go. The, well, what happened is clearly someone fucked up on the Canucks. They did what they were not supposed to do. They went out when they weren't supposed to go out. They got burned. Everyone got suddenly COVID. And now what? They've been traded. So what I, all I'm saying is, yes, the entire world is dealing with this. But how is it that a team, professional team that has all these special arrangements, you know, hotels, traveling? No, outside, no, no, no. no. Blah, right blah, blah,
1: blah. now, right now, there's no special arrangements. There's no
3: bubble. They go home to their wives. They go home to their girlfriends. So then what they do once they leave the rink and the team is on them. Yeah, and but it's they not are a going bubble. going out into restaurants, if they are going outside okay, of their bubble, their kids? something happens, no. then you know what? They do need to be held responsible.
1: Okay, what about this? the ones the players with wives and kids their kids go to school following guidelines because that's they don't want to shut down schools schools are fine their kids go to school their kids come home they have COVID they don't know it they give it to their dad who is not
3: saying Adam got it I'm just saying hypothetically
1: just okay I know
3: where you're getting at I told I understand what you're getting at it's happened in the general public where parents yes, exactly have so you're but you're not, saying not 20 they have special players on one team because they're in a close environment. One person for sure, gets that. For it's, sure. it's different so once, than any other situation. So then what is their protocols? How is it that it wasn't caught when, you know, the first couple of people started getting symptoms? You're telling well, me they have they have doctors on the team. As far as I know, NHL players are getting tested regularly. Yeah, so they everyone's get things, tested, getting but tested. But they get
1: tested, then they go practice
3: because their results aren't instant. They get yeah.
1: the results during the day. So what happened is they got a a result that positive
2: results take 40 minutes. They should be fucking 40 minutes. was
1: flagged. So he was pulled off the ice. The team continued to practice because there has been a lot of false positives and
3: yep. all that stuff. I don't but know. What I'm I, saying I, is I, no, no, no.
1: I'm just saying what you said. There's a bubble that they have special arrangement.
3: Yes, but there's no bubble. Well, I mean, to an extent. But There's when no again, all I'm doing is comparing to the other teams in the league. There has been exposures. Look, right now, uh, I just announced today, the Colorado Avalanche starting goalie has COVID. Do you see
2: the entire team getting COVID? Not yet, but... I see the entire team stopping. They like, stop practicing. Canceling okay, their their, yeah. their skates. And you know where they learned
1: that from? The Canucks.
2: We, yeah, we didn't do that here.
1: So that was I a result I of mean, the mean, now
2: they're waiting... I think that now, which is good, they're waiting to see the results before they fucking go on the ice and intermingle, right? Which is, uh, which I think is a, is, a, is a good step forward because the Canucks, unfortunate for us, are sort of the guinea pig in this whole, whole scenario. My you know? other question
3: would be, what other team has had their big week-long break in the last month or so? Along with the Canucks, there has to be every other team gets a, a week-long break. How is it that no other team came back with all these cases? That's yeah, it us, could be. We,
2: we, it could it's, be a it's team. Not sure where we got. From. We also played Montreal too, and they had a. Uh, they had
1: positive cases, and we played them just before our cases, bye week, right?
2: So it could be that it could could have come from that. We don't know that Gaudet was out. You know, playing Mister. You know, gallivanting around town, being a what the Canucks said is
1: you know? the player was following guidelines the player being Gaudette and was exposed where there was another exposure before they knew that there was an exposure, say at a restaurant, which is in guidelines.
3: Mm-hmm. And that's how he got infected. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, I guess we just call it bad luck, but it seems to be very convenient how after a week long break, they didn't have issues like this before the, you know, the other 50 games they've played before. And suddenly they get on up their week long break. And then suddenly they come back and everyone's got COVID. All I'm saying is, Something is a little bit uh well. Not guess what, boys? Right.
0: I'm going to open my second humble hive honey brown ale. Oh yeah. She? Since you're an East fan, you know, I think you should drive down to Venables and Commercial and get a couple of these humble hive honey brown ales. And is that what you oh, guys are drinking tonight? They are fucking phenomenal. Mm. very very do i do
3: i do i have to mention like the west coast sports junkies like is there some sort of a promo yes if if you mention the
0: west coast sports junkies you'll probably have to pay more but it's okay (laughs) just do it (laughs) tell the tell the waitress tell them hey man this guy came the other day he bought a couple of these i watched him on his sorry i saw him on his uh instagram and listened to him on his uh podcast and they were drinking they were they were hyping up this beer so much and (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and just you know, tip her well and grab a case.
3: Why don't you uh, shoot me a, a DM on my Instagram at dannandez twenty one, and let me know where this place exactly is, and I'll go in there you, for sure. And next you week, you,
0: it's Victoria. It's well, you it's, know, Kings- uh, Venables and commercial. It's, it's- commercial and Venables. Okay. So, Dan, you mentioned about Aaron Donald. What what what's going on with Aaron?
3: Yeah, well, I mean, honestly, it's, it's breaking news that's just come out out of Pittsburgh. Uh, don't get you know any uh, mis- mixed messages. That's where he's originally from. That's where he was born, went to University of Pittsburgh in his offseason, and he was literally in a club, or it was late, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning about a week ago. And uh, who knows what the actual true story is, but someone's coming out, got the beat down. Uh, Aaron Donald and his crew. Uh, there's a photo surfing around on the net somewhere. He's got a completely swollen black eye, uh, broken arm. Um, and yeah, that's so. What do you think? Looking good. Well, obviously, you know, obviously, you know, claim to fame, you know, minute of uh, some publicity and uh, in the media, I would assume. At that time, three, four o'clock in the morning, must have been alcohol. So you said it was at a bar. Yeah, they said it was in yeah outside of a bar in. uh, So Aaron Donald was probably with his
1: his crew, and this guy was probably with his buddies. I wonder if there was some chirping going on or something, right? If he was in Pittsburgh, some Steeler fans or something. Who
0: knows? Alcohol, like you said, guaranteed was involved at that hour. Um. Probably a couple guys. Probably a couple guys that work at the smelter, the steel, the steel smelter. Right?
1: Yeah. So who knows? Uh, it'll be interesting to see if there's any surveillance footage uh, that usually is next to be released by TMZ or another news uh, agency. But uh, like we've said all along, like these pro athletes just putting themselves in terrible situations in the news for the wrong reasons. And don't forget, like Aaron Donald. Uh, well, what is it now? Three years ago, signed a massive contract extension with the Rams.
0: Oh,
3: he, he set the record for defensive players. $86 million guaranteed he got. That's
0: oh, wow. insane. Um, insane. 100... And, it's,
3: and it's not like he's the type of player that he doesn't deserve the money. No, no, not that's at not, all. But that's
0: what
1: I'm saying. Like, you're that. He's had, you're, I think
3: three out of the last four years, defensive player of the yeah, year. you're a defensive player
1: of the year, arguably the face of the franchise, regardless of... The situation, and if this guy was was chirping to him or saying something to about who knows what, the, these these athletes, like, they can't keep putting themselves in these situations.
3: Oh, they think uh, they're untouchable. And
2: I think the NFL has to act, and they have to act now. They need to make a, an example of Aaron Donald and suspend this fucker.
1: Why are you so passionate that, about that? Is a, a Seahawks why fan? Why are you so passionate about her it the <laughs>
2: <laughs> For at least two years. Get rid of this goof. Hey, go anyone you, that's what that's listening to this episode, go online and just Google Aaron Donald and you're gonna Mike, see what he can You did imagine to this if he assaults Russ like this on the field during a game. He's dude, a the threat. guy that he the guy that he he's, assaulted he's, is he's a big tough. dude. Look look online. Look online on who he assaulted. This guy Donald is a
3: big man though.
2: Like this, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but what the
3: 350-pound no, offensive linemen like they're yeah. nothing.
2: There's no place in the game for this kind of activity. He should be suspended indefinitely. Get out of the game. See you later. <laughs> we don't you're not welcome here. You're definitely not welcome in
3: uh the Seahawks. As division, says, audio
2: NFC
1: get out of here.
2: Get
3: out of here.
0: But seriously on
1: that note, um not only with Aaron Donald, it seems like the NFL I don't know have been a lot more lax recently on their, you know how they place players on the the commissioner's exemplist when they're investigating possible breaches of their their contracts and the the NFL code of conduct, yep. right? Seems like yep. like Deshaun Watson, I know we've talked about him in in past dirty talk segments, um he's still not on that list or any sort of uh, investigation Suspension, list by the NFL, or, yeah, yeah. Like I know they are allegations. Like don't get me wrong, but normally when there's allegations but, and serious things of this nature, they put them on there just to just to be on the safe side. So it's surprising yeah. that it seems like they're giving the players more of the benefit of the doubt lately, and I waiting mean, to see how it plays Antonio out.
3: Antonio Brown? Let me tell you. Yeah.
2: Well, even Dan said that sort of some of the accusers with the with the Watson case has sort of been falling off, mm-hmm. right? not as many yeah. now so maybe it's all just smoking mirrors well and for sure like you're, you're, the guy was trying to you're innocent are innocent proven
1: guilty right these are just allegations
2: it's nothing like aaron donald there's proof right there <laughs> in the photographs what he did to this guy and he should be freaking fined and suspended <laughs> and
0: expelled expelled pipe dreams
2: of Go fairy tales and
0: glass
1: fucking chickens you know, it'd make, it'd, make our, uh, it'd make our season a lot earlier if we didn't have Aaron Donald out there chasing Russ mm-hmm. around for two games of the
2: regular season. Absolutely. Potentially
1: a playoff game, too, depending on what happens. But,
2: uh, yeah. And he was all excited. He was all excited. Remember when Russell Wilson, the Russell Wilson talk, that he was, Russell Wilson was going to get traded or wanted yeah, him wanted and, out? He's like, yeah, I don't have to chase him around well, know, twice a year. It, it, it was Brockers. Uh, it was Brockers, and, and now it he was does Brockers though.
1: And Donald mentioned that too.
2: It was was Donald, wasn't it Donald? Brockers. And then now this makes me happy because you know what? I don't have Donald chasing us around twice a year because you should be fucking suspended (laughs) and expelled and never allowed to play football again (laughs) with this bullshit. Yeah, but
1: what do you guys think? Well, like what I was saying, do you think the NFL has been, what do you think the reasoning is from them not placing them on that, say, commissioner's exemplist and investigating, like just waiting to see how it plays out, which is a little risky would when you think in terms of a team team standpoint so say the deshaun watson thing okay so what if all these allegations are eventually proven in court and this guy has you know what i mean been preying on women
2: i think that the, the nfl has got to take the stance of like you're no no for sure joking, for sure guilty, that's what right? i'm saying normally
1: they'll they'll do that but when there's all this all this controversy and all this talk, it's not good. It's not a good look on the league and it reflects on the league. So that's why they, they tend to put them on this. What I was saying, the commissioners is which is not necessarily a suspension. It's just they're under investigation, but it seems like they're hesitant to do that. Maybe, now.
2: maybe there's some, but maybe there's some evidence that we don't know about. That the public doesn't know about that. These people are flaked. Yeah. That's a good point. Forward, you know? Maybe like they mean, know a lot more than we do, Like especially with like the Watson, the Watson scenario where Dan has said, like, I think it was like two weeks ago, you brought up Watson. And he was. There was eighteen people. Now there's only thirteen yeah. or whatever. And people are dropping like flies. Well, maybe they like well, all the Watts had to say was like, "Look, I was here this night. Here this night, I can prove yeah. it. You know, to the NFL." And they're like, "Okay, fine." And this well, is just let this. this what do you think about sort of the, the Texans?
1: Over. For like, for example, the owners come out and said these are some serious allegations and this and that, but they're.
3: They haven't. So, then, so, so then they have perfect grounds to release him. Yeah. So, and but they, they don't owe him a penny. Yeah, they haven't, which is what I'm saying. So, what? This is this, well, exactly. what, what I'm trying to say, though.
1: So, imagine, say, like Russell Wilson had these allegations in Seattle. Okay, would the Seahawks stand by him and?
3: And wait for all this to play out is what I'm saying. Well, I, I feel like any it depends. Going stand by their franchise player. True, but it depends. The Rams on, are going to stand by depends. Aaron Donald. The Seahawks would stand by Russ. Up to the Up to when though? When's when's that flip?
1: When's that switch? Until flip? the
3: reputation of the team, or there's some substantial evidence to prove the player guilty. But that's what I'm saying. So for the Texans, for example, their
1: reputation is already taken a hit because of this yeah. it's in the news in a negative day, light t-
3: at the end of the, at the end of the day if you're telling me that everything is I fine and Watson is playing for the Texans come opening day that tickets aren't gonna be sold that player that
1: I mean are not going to be Watson watching would
2: be freaking ecstatic if he was playing for the there's Texans a lot of people of who day.
1: would not be happy that have already started sure. alarm definitely says, there's always so
3: going to be people for that sure are not but these happy. are serious allegations there's just as many people that are putting threats out to these accusers that's one of the reasons why they've dropped out is because fans are basically you know seeing all of this noise and there's not much evidence and it's like you're pretty and much we don't ruining know there's not evidence See, that's career. the problem no we don't so if there is if there was then why is it not out there you're telling me tmz doesn't have someone getting ready to write a check for some news
0: Come on, man. Well, that's our episode for tonight. Hope you enjoyed it. If you liked it, follow us, give us a rating, like us. Be sure to also follow us on Twitter at West Coast Sport Nine. Don't forget to subscribe to our show on podcasting platforms such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Reach out to us by email at West Coast Sports Junkies at gmail.com. We are also now on Instagram at West underscore Coast underscore Sports underscore Junkies. Follow us there. Thanks for listening. Join us for the next episode. Goodbye.